previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. When I lived in Denver, I had a very, very good friend who was a native of Boston. And the last year that they played in Old Yankee Stadium, we took a trip out there together. We went to Boston, caught a game in Fenway, and we drove down and caught a game at Old Yankee Stadium. And while we were in Boston, we went to a bar across the street from Fenway, and it was pretty crowded. And I'm, I'm behind Bill, my friend Bill. And he walks by, and a guy steps out from the bar between us and gets right up in my face and says, I respect you for wearing that hat here, but go F yourself. <laughs> Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey littles. littles. Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. How quickly can our lives get turned upside down? Um, at the turn of a dime. <laughs> is that the phrase, or at the drop of a hat? So, I have no idea. Snap of a finger. We're gonna tease that. <laughs> Did I also mention we have some of the greatest fans on this planet? Um, I mean, yeah. and other and other planets, but we won't go there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to come back to our weekend. Uh-huh. Roxy and I went away again for the weekend. Yeah. Real quick trip up to, where were we? Near Boston. Massachusetts, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We came back. There's a box of that sitting at yeah. our doorstep. Like, what? Okay. From someone who's never even been on our show. I know. Okay. This is pretty cool. I'm going to read this, actually. Ritz, pay attention, because <laughs> we need some major help. Yeah. This is all on you, Ritz. It says, Dear Chuck and Roxy. I listened with interest your discussion and emails on episodes 238 and 239 of the LL Pod about Stratomatic baseball. Mm -hmm. As a young and not so young man, I played and enjoyed Strat. That's all it says, Strat. (laughs) My favorite tabletop baseball game, however, is APBA, pronounced APBA. Not ABBA. APBA. APBA. I am sending you for your enjoyment the APBA All-Star Edition and the 2004 team sets for the Boston Red Sox. Sox, as (laughs) they are sometimes referred to. The New York Yankees. Boo. I'm Littles, I'm reading the I'm reading the email as is. I'm not throwing any. I'm not making any of this up. And the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, there's no comment for no, that one. But no. anyway, okay. <laughs> the All-Star Edition has simplified play charts that allow you to zip through a game quickly. I have also included the full game boards for a more in-depth playing experience, should you choose. With this game, you can replay one of the greatest postseasons in Red Sox history, mm. the great ALCS against the Yankees, dubbed Four Days in October, and the World Series against the Cardinals, where the Sox won their first <laughs> World Series since 1918. Yeah. You may have to enlist a third wheel... Ritz. Yep. To take on the part of the Yankees and Cardinals or have a choxy battle, Short Straw doesn't get the socks. Yeah, right. In a Big Show reference during a conversation with Howard Feynman, episode of October 25th, 2017. Whoa. Tony mentioned that Tom Boswell told him that he played APA while at Amherst with his roommate, David Eisenhower. Tony had familiarity with the game as he pronounced it correctly as APA. A few days later, episode of uh, November 17th, 2017, Mr. Tony received a big box of that from Mr. John Henson, owner of APA. Oh. That included the baseball, hockey, soccer, and golf games. Tony gave some of them away that day at Chatter. See photo. He included a photo, cool. which is really cool. Cool. I do hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoy you both and the LL pod. Best regards, Ed Lockett. Wow. Episode TBD. Wow. 
P.S. I'm a little late on this, but it took me a while to round up the 2004 Yankees. I have also enclosed a few factoids about a few of the tabletop games being published. While there are many more, these are some of what I am familiar with. Now, this, wow. I, if I'm being honest, at first glance, I'm way overwhelmed. Oh, I'm super overwhelmed. We opened the box, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And these things he sent, I think it's the add-ons, the thing if we choose to uh -huh. do so. Ritz, you, you're going to be all over this. Ritz is going to be all yes, over this. I can tell help. already. So we're going to have Ritz come over. Ed, thank you so much. That was so sweet. That was so nice. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea what we're doing with it or <laughs> what it is. But we'll figure it well, out, Well, the I one, guess. the All-Star game, he said that's pretty easy. And yeah. that one was actually a game. So we can just right. read the directions, I'm sure, sure and play sure. that. So now, the tricky part is we're not going to get to play for a while. Yeah. Because Chuck's going to be taking a trip. He got a, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I'm heading to Wisconsin. You are. Now, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be anywhere near mm. anybody that. Yeah. I'm going to be in Madison, which uh -huh. isn't too far from some people, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't even remember the other city where, the, where we're flying into. Wait, you're going to two cities, Chuck? Yeah. Next. Yeah. In a couple of days. In one week? Yeah. In one week. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I end in Madison. Oh. I first go to Eau Claire or, so I, or, or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> I, I have something. no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. They just, I just get on the plane. I go where they tell me. <laughs> So more to come on that. We'll get into yeah, that in a second. Because yeah. apparently, Roxy, we don't talk about ourselves enough. We don't, I guess. Which cracks me up because I feel like that's all I do is I talk mean, about myself. Yeah. And, you know, I think we talk about you a lot, too. But right. Because some of the littles were really upset at us at Jingle Fest. They were really mad. Fest because apparently, I could have sworn we did this. I think we did. But it maybe went by so quickly. Or maybe it was so off Some people maybe weren't paying attention. But congratulations, Roxy. Oh, thank you. I'll officially say that on thank the air. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Roxy's officially going to be a Rocket again this yeah, year at Radio City. Yeah, I will City. be kicking it again, and I'm very excited. But I don't wish the summer to go by quickly. Well, I, I want to enjoy the summer, but I'm, I am very excited. You know what? Maybe they are right. Maybe we didn't mention it because we were just thinking it's so far off in the distance. You know, that I still think I said something. I don't know. Chuck's new endeavor, which could change, yes, is I'm going to head out to the national tour of Menopause the Musical. Yes. <laughs> of all things. <laughs> Cute show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we, we watched a little clip of it. Yeah, but it's going out in October. Yep. And But they're closing this week this leg of the tour, so the I'm going out leg, to train this week, leg. so I'll be ready for October. Yes. So I'll give you the full report when I get back. More on that later. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never done no, it. No, never seen neither. it. It's obviously a comedy, I would hope. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, um, it's a parody, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. not really a parody, but... A, a lot of the tunes are famous songs. It's actually... It's like jingles. It's a musical full of jingles is yeah, what it is. So yeah. I think some of the littles might like it. Uh -huh. So anyway, I'll give you the full report when I get back. Yes. Okay, we've been getting a lot of reviews on oh. our previous episodes. Yep. And it's really cool. Uh, it's nice to know that the littles are enjoying them. Mm -hmm. We actually got one firsthand. This came in from Jeff. Okay. We got an email from Jeff. It says, good morning, quick update. Two great things happened yesterday. I finally arrived at my new home in Beirut, and I got several emails with some version of the salutation La Chiserie <laughs> on my work email. Oh. Apparently, Wait. you have a strong following in the foreign service. <gasps> cool. At, and it says, as well as a nice message from Cool Aunt Claire, who has officially adopted me. <laughs> Wait, that's really cool. I instantly understood the podcast had been aired. It was a good day. That's kind of cool. So he has arrived safely in Beirut. Yes. And it, we, it was the same day we dropped the pocket. That was just coincidence. Right. Okay. Right. I listened last night. 
Thanks for making me sound interesting and semi-intelligent. <laughs> Never easy, but even more so when following people like Jeff Ma. That's true. That's a tough act yeah, to follow. Right, yeah, right, right. I keep forgetting about that. Uh-huh. The poor littles that have to follow the bigs episodes. <laughs> yeah. The wonders of editing will never cease to amaze me. My wife even listened, commented more than once that I am much more interesting in a podcast than in real life. <laughs> I've started working my way through previous podcasts, ranking myself against all the other guests. It's a depressing process, to say the least. You guys have some great guests. We do. We, we do. You included. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. In any case, I just wanted to say thanks, and I'm looking forward to keeping in touch and sharing more life of a little overseas stories as time goes by. Be good, and if you can't do that, be safe. I love that. Until next time, La Cheeserie, Jay. I love that. That's great. That's yes. awesome. And please do share those stories. Yes. Yes, please do. Yeah, and maybe some of these other people that sent you emails that are working with you. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And hello. Send them our way. Yeah. We want to meet Chuck and Roxy We want to meet them. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Then a few more relating to our last episode. We heard from Brad Phillips, episode 184. He said, the Foreign Service is an interesting animal. My entire job is working with them, negotiating collective bargaining agreements. P.S. Now, this was was something about someone that wrote in about Pittsburgh being the only um, Berg ending in H. Yeah. Or city ending in H. He said city with an H. And Mm -hmm. that's where the confusion, because he wrote, P.S. What about Duluth? Yeah. Or are we just talking about cities that end in Berg? Maybe. That must be it. Hmm. I don't know. Then we hear from Greg Sharamito, episode 179. I had a chance to meet Jeff at Jingle Fest. Yeah. We had an instant Navy connection. He noticed my retired CPO hat. Ah. That's really nice. Okay, now this one was a different portion of last episode. Uh-huh. It's got to bust my balls. Chris <laughs> Davenport, episode 65. It says, Chuck associated Claudel Washington with the Yankees. Yes, he played there, but the man is an, an Atlanta Brave. Okay, fair enough, but I didn't know. You know, I was a kid. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Bust my balls. <laughs> Cut me some slack, Jack. When I was a kid, that's where he played. Yeah, so that's sure. how I knew him, in the pinstripes, playing center field, I believe. Ooh. No, actually, I got that wrong, too, or something. <laughs> That'll okay. give him reason to write back in. Sure. Okay. Now, Roxy. Yeah. The bribes are going up. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Can you give me uh, your uh, shut the front door? This is exactly what the email says. Okay. Shut the front door. Now that I know that it's Roxy's (laughs) birthday as well as the first ever SOL kickoff, you guys have to come to Table Rock Lake. Just think about all you can do while you're here. One, celebrate Summer of Littles while meeting at least two Littles in person. (laughs) B, get a chance to finally pay a visit to Tiny Chuck. Roman numeral three, celebrate Roxy's birthday in style in the beautiful Ozarks. I'll be glad to have a birthday cake of her choice ready for the occasion. Ooh. And I would be honored to have you all stay at our house on the lake if you would like. Our house basically serves as a bed and breakfast through the summer as different friends and family come to enjoy the lake. We have several guest rooms and enjoy playing hosts, especially to celebrities like yourself. Whoa. So quit will bonding your decision <laughs> and let's do this. Brian Muller, episode 167, P.S., my Airbnb has a bidet. <gasps> and all I can think about is what the Loyal Littles pod would say the etiquette is. Ooh. And. Wait, and. This is from Alex Cobb, 152. He was on the email <laughs> okay. chain. He says, and I will gladly throw in a bottle of your favorite beverage, adult <gasps> or otherwise. Ooh. We'd love to host you. Aww. So, um. I mean, I'm first going to say ice cream cake with the crunchies. Yeah, in the yeah. She, she's, a big, she's a big ice cream. I am too. I love ice cream cake. Well, also, cake. too, my birthday is in the middle of summer. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's absolutely. like a good, it's a solid choice. Oh, Roxy, we gotta, <laughs> we, we gotta make a decision here soon. I know. All right, and then quick, before our Meet the Littles guest, we have a story to tell quick about our weekend, but we want to do a tiny little suggestion because this came in too, and I feel really bad about this because, as I just said, I have a job now yes. uh, You know, for the, for the fall. Yep. But this is from Dave Schramm, episode 225. He said, because you asked and because having a team of Littles at this event would make me ridiculous happy, David Schramm wanted us to remind everyone the Wiffle Ball Tournament, which is October 7th, 2023, at Little Fenway in Essex, Vermont. Uh, and, of course, this benefits the Strike 3 Foundation. Yeah. So if you want information about that, strike3foundation.org. I'll put that in the show notes. It's strike3foundation.org. Unfortunately, at this point now, it looks like I will be on the road at that oh, time. Oh, you'll be there. You'll right. Oh, because I start two days later. Uh, well, maybe. All right. Dave, the bribes should start coming in. <laughs> Get Roxy up there to lead the team. She can do it by herself. Oh, boy. I, know, right? I can keep the scorebook. I'm, sure, I'm sure you could get some help. Roxy. Probably. Uh, that might be a long trip for you, though, yeah. by yourself. So yeah. anyway, speaking of long trips, this wasn't too long. No. But um, we wanted to talk real quick. We, we had a wedding to go to over this weekend. Yep. Now, one of our bridesmaids yep. got married this weekend. Yep. She is do you want to drop names? Do you care? She is my longest friend. You should drop names because they all heard about the podcast and everything. Oh, yeah, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah, so Katie's my best friend from forever. Our moms were best friends growing up, so we're naturally best friends growing up. And so she got married this weekend to a great guy, Darren. They are so cute together. They have a cute little dog named Otto. And, yeah, so we went – their wedding was at a beautiful golf course. And beautiful. Well, I mean, stunning. Hello. Stunning golf course. Stunning. Now, it's up on a hill. It starts off on a hill, and it's uh. in a rock quarry. Yeah. Outside of Boston. Yeah. And apparently, like, at some point in the middle of the course, you go around the rock quarry. Yeah. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't get to walk the course or anything. Right, but right. the views were stunning. The views were beautiful. You could see beautiful. Boston in the background. Yep. And, the yeah. weather held up really nicely. The food was amazing. The Well, we should start with the night before. Oh, yeah. At the brewery. Right. What the was the night name before of it? the welcome reception was at Harpoon Brewery. Harpoon, right. And Harpoon. Harpoon. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it was such a fun time. The beer was amazing. The beer was okay. Uh, what was amazing? Yeah. Were the pretzels. Oh, yes. <laughs> they had these like homemade soft pretzels, pretzels. Homemade soft pretzels. Yep. But it really wasn't the pretzel, actually. It was, it was the, the dip dipping sauce. sauces. There were multiple Holy dipping cow. sauces. And the garlic and butter one. It was like was so It was like good. Cinnabon on crack is what it people oh, were saying. Oh, yeah. Then there was the cinnamon one. Oh, yeah. I thought that's what you were Oh, the no, garlic. Yeah, the, the garlic, garlic was, was good, too. No, the garlic was with the regular. But no, there was the Cinnabon yeah. type oh, of... Pretzel. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I highly recommend that if you go there. The beer was fine. The yeah. beer was really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But the pretzels were I ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Then, most importantly, I'm going to say Sarah, Katie's sister. Yep. She brought some games because she wasn't sure how the night was going to go. She's yeah. like, so I just didn't want people getting bored. Right. And they had cornhole and things like that. But yeah, she so she brought some card games. Yep. And dice games. Yes. And one in particular that we had never played before. Farkle. Farkle. I've never played Farkle before in my life. And it was so much fun. It, it was, but it's we, basically a ripoff of Yahtzee, yeah. except they add a dice. Right. We ended up playing... Is it dice? 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 I don't know. They had a die. We ended up playing with Katie's other original best friend, um, someone that she grew up with as well, and her boyfriend. So we were just like sitting and playing Farkle. They were teaching us. Actually, Katie's dad 
is big into Farkle. So we kept asking him, wait, is this okay? Yeah, what, what is what's this the count? Rule on what's this? the rule on this? But I also think Farkle really, really should fun. be for evil minded people because <laughs> basically, when someone, I, I'm going to relate it to craps. Okay, because uh-huh. it's a dice game. Uh-huh. And if you crap out, essentially, everyone yells, Farkle! <laughs> and yeah. you're excited because they lost. Right. Where Yahtzee, when you get, everyone goes, Yahtzee! Because yeah. you did something good. You're excited, yeah. So that's the difference in this uh-huh. game. That's the only difference, essentially. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I went up so many points, and then I was like, I'm going to lay back, and I'm not going yeah, to okay. go as... You farkled like three turns in a row, and you almost lost. Five in a row. Five in a I row? I farkled yeah. five times in a row, but then I did end up winning. You did? Oh, yeah. Did. You, had, you had a couple. A lot. But a she lot. had a couple of these crazy rolls. Oh, for yeah. For you Farkle players out there. I mean, the one was over 3,000 points, I think. Yeah. In one roll. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, anyway. It was great. I it don't know. So it was a good fun. time by all. Shout yeah. out to, who else do we have to shout out? Casey? Oh, yeah. And who is, what's his wife's name? Jackie. Jackie. Because mm-hmm. that's your friend. Or how do you know Jackie? Through the Bachelorette. Oh, right, right. You all went to the Bachelorette yep, together. Yep, She well, was a college friend of Katie's. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you a little. Casey came up to me and told me this crazy ridiculously beautiful, beautiful story story about his dad yep who sadly passed away recently yep. but huge pti fan yeah and he heard about our little podcast <laughs> here yeah. and apparently his wife was like you have to go talk to chuck yeah and he's like no he's not going to talk here and she's like no no go. and so we talked for like a half hour yeah and he almost made awesome. me tear up a few times because yeah. it all had to do with his dad that's all he ever did at 5 30 right was watch pti yeah and it got to the point where when he went in hospice and things mm-hmm. like that, he... It was like one of the things that yeah, he still yeah. held on to. Yeah. And he's I've already recommended Tony's books because he's never read any of Tony's books. Yeah. And I'm like, the one where his columns that, you know, intertwine his dad. Yeah. From when Tony was going through essentially kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So hopefully I'm going to be able to share those with him. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So Casey, Beautiful if you story. are listening, he said he was going to like download <laughs> yeah. our podcast. Thank you. I yeah. mean, that was it was it was just a good story. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was so nice to see you two talking over there. Yeah. No, Jackie and I were on the dance floor. We we're like, oh, <laughs> they're talking. OK, we're, we're going <laughs> to we go. <laughs> keep dancing. We're going to keep dancing. So uh, but yeah, no, it was great to meet them. Yeah. yeah. I met so many new. I, I almost wanted to start the podcast. But what was the one after last year when you were like, hey, new friends. Hi, new friends. I mean, that's kind of how I felt because I met so many new people at this oh, yeah. between the two nights. It was such it was a fun. It was such a fun weekend. Yeah. No, it was a good time. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, we've got important things to get to. Yes. Let's get right to them because it's now time to meet the Hi, this is Meredith Busey, and you are listening to The Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. make you want to dance or what this is one of your favorites right roxy i love this one this is called la la by william scott emmert aka silk now if you like what you hear you can find all his stuff on his youtube channel and you can do that by just searching william scott emmert or you can reach out to him by email which is william scott emmert at yahoo.com we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes 
Roxy, you ready to get down? I'm ready to la-la. This is our 245th episode. Wow. 245, so we brought this one back because I know it's one of your favorites. My fave. And as <laughs> always, we'll play the full song. La-la. At the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, Chuck, we're in for another fun one. I'm excited. Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, I, I watched that movie. I made you watch that movie. Weird. <laughs> anyway, we're going to find out maybe all about it. Please welcome to the podcast, Jason and Shoots. Hey, Jason, how's it going? It's great, guys, and thank you so much, Roxy, for your pronunciation. I know Chuck bailed. He was nervous, so <laughs> he you was crushed very it. Nervous. You don't know me. Great job by you. I, have a, I got a feeling. <laughs> she was just embarrassed for me. She's like, please let me just try to say this name. Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm very, very excited and honored to be in the top 20. I'm sure you've had that joke a hundred times, yeah, but I'm very it. excited to be here. Yeah. It never gets old. Well, you could say All the right. top 50 of the second time through maybe or something like that. I don't know. but uh, Whatever it takes to make myself sound like a true and loyal little, that's what I'll say. <laughs> Love it. Well, I'm excited because this was a pretty quick, I don't know when this is going to air, but a pretty quick turnaround for us. Yeah. We heard the golf story, which we're going to get into on <laughs> the big show, and that's what my antennas went up and I was mm -hmm. like oh and I actually I first reached out to Ed Butt episode 51 and said I got to get this guy in the podcast I'm like can you reach put us together and then of course I should have known better before that even he even got back to my email Bobby Gottfried had already reached out and yeah he's, yeah and anyway we're gonna episode get to all 12. that episode 12 yeah <laughs> we're gonna get to all that six degrees of Bobby Gottfried yeah. I think, yes, pretty much <laughs> Jason, but first, we're here to meet you. So why don't you take us back, take us all the way back to the beginning. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? All things like that. Well, I was born a poor child in uh, <laughs> Circle Pines, Minnesota, uh, back in 1982. Uh, I, was born, I was born in 82. I am, I am a man. Chuck, I am 40. I just turned 40 in November. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, real big day for me to finally become a man. Uh, I'm a Minnesota boy, uh, born and bred, big Twins fan, Vikings fan, unfortunately. Went to the University of Minnesota for journalism, uh, was a sports reporter for about six years uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. Moved oh. with my wife to Milwaukee. Hmm. Then we moved back here three years ago to Fargo. So I am trying to hit every single Midwestern state. Uh, at some point, who knows, maybe we'll even try Manitoba. Uh, anything that's just uh, cold and, uh, you know, full of snow. That's where I live. Wow. So, yeah, I've just been all around and been a fan of uh, the show and Tony basically since PTI. So just a big sports fan. And as I've gotten more and more out of the business, I've gotten more and more into the types of things that Tony likes to talk about, which is not necessarily free agency and all that stuff, but... Right. What happened in the games and what are the compelling stories? Yeah. Right. So um, I enjoy that part about about the show. Cool. And golf, I'm assuming. <laughs> a huge golf fan. Mm -hmm. right. Not necessarily the best player you've ever seen. Uh, okay. Not the worst. Uh, that's one way of looking at it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, feel pretty good about uh, how I played out in Michigan. But, yeah, I am of the belief that Tony and Michael should talk more about golf. So I might ah. be in the minority, but certainly uh, I do enjoy when they when they have their little ramblings. Okay, I think... Yeah. 
this just turned into a hockey segment and our ratings went down. I have a feeling. Oh, no. no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm we, sorry. We're big the golfers. Download. We love golf. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm also not good, <laughs> but I'm not terrible. I'm pleading the fifth. Um, it's been so long for me, I wouldn't know if I'm good or not. So. No, but I do have to say, I think there's something there's something nice about being able to hear. Now, I don't listen to the show very much, but the few times that I have listened to the show, it is nice to hear the father-son banter Yeah, where mm. Tony and Michael have this relationship that they are bonding over something. And whether you like that something or you don't like that something, hearing that bonding yeah. moment is very... Nice to hear, it's and yeah. it's very sweet, and I'm all for it. So mm. they could be talking about whatever. <laughs> and they also have that great thing where they don't always agree on everything, oh, especially right. yeah. with, yeah. especially when they play together and they have to have their quiet time until the turn. You know, it's those little things right. that show the real, you know, that real father-son relationship yeah. where, yeah. absolutely, you know, we've all had that in something. Right. 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 Now, first of all, I heard Sioux Falls. Love Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. It's one of my yeah. favorite smaller towns to play in. I've actually teched a show there once. Mm-hmm. So I was there for like over a week Yep, and lots of fun. The local band has been good at times and really bad at times. Just throwing that in there. <laughs> Don't throw any names out there. No, no, I'm, I'm guessing any names. you were at the Washington Pavilion. Shout out to Sioux Falls. Absolutely. I was at the Washington Pavilion. There you go. Pavilion. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Now let's go back to you. Journalism. Was that something you knew you always wanted to go into or was that just a shot in the dark? Like how did that I, happen? I'd like to tell you that it was the first thing on my mind, but honestly, Chuck, I really did think I was going to be a Major League Baseball player up until about the age of 14. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> after that, I needed to figure out a backup plan, and sports kind of became that plan. I, I really did always know I wanted to get into media in some way. You know, I was calling games for the public access station when I was in high school. I was interning in college at all of the local TV stations in Minneapolis. All of that stuff. I had, we had a video production class at, at my high school. So a lot of that stuff I knew I wanted to do, and I got a lot of good experience doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason I got out basically came down to family. My wife and I are both in TV. She's a meteorologist. Um, so Tony would definitely like her, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless, of course, she told him it was going to rain. I don't know uh, when he was playing golf. But yes, she. one of us needed to get out if we wanted to have a family. Uh, right. And frankly, she's more talented than me, better looking than me, all of that fun stuff. <laughs> so she kept going and I got into marketing and advertising and I still actually do storytelling. Um, I just work for uh, a hospital system now. So I work for Sanford Health in Fargo telling stories on our news website. So basically the NFL network of, you know, the Dakota's hospital system. That's kind of what I do. So I'm still telling stories. I'm not telling sports stories, but patient stories, doctor stories, all that stuff. So I still love to do that. I love to tell stories. And frankly, now I get to watch more sports now that I'm not Mm. in sports. Because I'm sure you guys know plenty about with theater. I'm sure you get to, you know, if you weren't working in it, you would probably go to more shows. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Now, you sort of went into it already. You said PTI. But is that how you became a little? Is that how you first started listening to Tony and stuff? I think PTI debuted when I was like a sophomore in college. And so I got into just Tony and Wilbon on the show. Mm -hmm. But when I was working uh, with my dad, I was like an office worker for where he was working. I could like listen to podcasts or the radio or something. And what ended up happening was this is like early days of podcasts. You wouldn't even download it. You just like stream it on a website. So ESPN had page two. They had some of their podcasts on there and it was basically their radio shows and you'd listen to an hour of it. 
you know, I'd listen for the hour and he would say coming up in the next hour, blah, blah, blah. And then it would never come up. It would just be the end because he would kind of like talk about the same stuff over and over again. So I started listening to his radio show and then he got like bumped off of there. I think when Colin Cowherd took over and I ended up falling off the radio version for a bit. But when he started the podcast, I was like, well, I always liked listening to this guy. I'll give it another shot. And so I was immediately back in and, you know, I kind of liked it. It's three days a week now. When it was five, it was a, it was a bit hard for, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a guy who's working every day and has two kids. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've been listening pretty regularly ever since he kind of went rogue and started the, the new podcast. Yeah. Nice. So now how this all happened for us is we heard this story about this ridiculous trip you took. At least <laughs> yeah. I think so. Why don't we touch upon that a little bit to catch people up if they didn't hear on the big show the email that was read? Yeah, so for me, it all, the reason Bobby Godfrey, we kind of brought him up earlier, he, in a weird way, started this whole thing. So my wife, before I even met her, knew Bobby from studying abroad in Australia. They didn't go to the same school. My wife went to Iowa State, and I need to call that out because Tony said Ohio. (laughs) I get it. I get it. It's hard. Ohio and Iowa sound the same, but she would be devastated if I did not correct that. So, and Bobby went to Duke. So, they met in Australia. So a couple years later, after we had met and been married, we wanted to go to D.C. just to see the sights. And she said, I, I want to see my old friend from the study abroad. So that's how I met Bobby. And we connected over the show and we sang some karaoke and had a couple pints and all that nice. fun stuff. Nice. So Bobby and I were just like every once in a while we would message each other. Hey, I heard an email on a show, blah, 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 blah. And eventually he invited me to this online trivia league called Learned League where I was just playing casually until he said, hey, there's a few littles who are in a league. If you want to join them, it's got Ed Butt. It's got Anita from Alaska. It's got Sam Angel. So I was like, sure, yeah, I'll join up. No big deal. Most of those people crush me on a daily basis. Like Sam Angel is legitimately like a genius. So it's very frustrating (laughs) playing a trivia league with Sam Angel. Mm -hmm. But when they have these off seasons – there are one day quizzes. It might be about theater. It might be about sports. It might be about science. And one day there was a golf course quiz and I did really well on it. I got like 10 out of 12. I scored really high on the points. And out of nowhere, I got an email from Ed Butt because we're in this league together and he kind of keeps tabs on how people are doing. And he said, Hey, I didn't know you were a big fan of golf. And we just kind of struck up a conversation over email. And eventually one thing led to another, yada, yada, yada. And, and Ed says, well, if you're ever in northern Michigan, why don't you come and play golf? My course was designed by Alistair McKenzie, and, and I, my ears perked up. Because yeah. as a golf course fan, you know he designed Augusta. And if you know anything about Michigan golf, there's a club up there called Crystal Downs. And Ed uh, is a member of Crystal Downs, and he invited me out to his club. So I was just flabbergasted. I could not believe that I was getting this invitation. So I, of course, I said yes. Um, I had already had a couple things planned. So that was like last summer. And I said, well, how about next summer? And Ed said, sure, just let me know. So winter came around and I started to kind of plan it with Ed. And and he said, well, you know, come on out these dates. The only reason that they might be an issue is if Jingle Fest happens to be the same time. Right. And I got lucky. Jingle Fest was two days before I was going out there. Okay. So Ed hopped on a plane from Jingle Fest, came right back and, and hosted me. And then he introduced me to Chuck Pinter uh, again over the Internet, basically saying, hey, Chuck's uh, another little. You might have heard his emails from time to time on the show. It Chuck's a member at Kingsley Club. So Chuck said, sure, come on out. Um, I'll drive up and, and host you there. And so, you know, I got a couple friends together. Uh, we got 
schedule planned out to play a couple public courses, some nice courses there, but basically centered around Crystal Downs and Kingsley Club. And we went out there this week, and it could not have been more amazing. Chuck drove four hours to host us. He was basically our caddy and chauffeur in the golf cart. We finished playing, and he drove four hours back. He wow. drove eight hours round trip to play one round of golf with three people he had never met. Wow. And I was just blown away. Wow. And the next day we went to Crystal Downs, and Ed was just the same, uh, minus the driving. So, yeah, yeah it was right. amazing. <laughs> I mean, Chuck and Roxy here, we would say, Chuck who? Right. Because Mr. Pinter doesn't have a number yet. TBD. I mean, I've been trying to, I actually been trying to figure out how to reach him because I didn't have an email. I didn't have any way. You know, we figure <laughs> it out eventually. But, and, you know, it sounds like maybe you can help us, but. I can probably help you, but he's not hard to find on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, Roxy, we're going to have to figure that out. We'll hunt him down because he doesn't have a number yet. But while we're here, Sam Angel, episode 79. Anita from Alaska, (laughs) episode 32. You've rambled some other trivia people off, and we already Mm -hmm. said Ed Butt 51. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mr. Pinter, what up? I don't know. He probably won't even hear this. Hi. hi. (laughs) We need to meet you. All right, let's see. I wanted to go somewhere else, but real quick, before we take a quick break, sports fandom, you're in the Midwest. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're in a state that does not have any professional sports, correct? That's right. Okay. You say that like... Yeah, I own that. Well, th- well but I mean, you have to. I think to. people like that. Then they don't have to have stories like Chuck here. True. Who True. roots for no New York teams, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do have a soft spot for Buffalo, but mm-hmm. that's besides the point. Okay, right. what do you got? Well, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am born and bred in Minnesota. So I am unfortunate in the fact that I, I'm a Twins, Vikings, Wild, Timberwolves fan. No championships since I was eight years old, Ooh. but man, do I remember the 1991 World uh-huh. Series. Kirby um, Puckett, those guys. That's right. Jack Morris, all that. So those are my teams, but I'll speak on behalf of some of the, you know, having lived in the Dakotas, the folks here generally are just as passionate. They just might not be tied to a specific team at birth. Right. There's a lot of people in South Dakota, for instance, who are Broncos fans. They're a little closer to Colorado mm-hmm. if they're a little further out west. You know, there seem to be Packer fans everywhere. That's unfortunate for me as a Viking fan. I even married a Packer fan. Oh. Doubly disappointing. But that's okay. I still love her. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> but, a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, what I do like about it is that, you know, you can see somebody with a sticker on their bumper of any given team at any given time. Yes, it's usually going to be a Minnesota team. But, you know, if you're in Iowa, you might be a Cubs fan because your AAA team mm-hmm. um, is a mm-hmm. Cubs affiliate. Yep. And so people are still just as loyal. They just maybe don't have – they get to pick, um, yeah, which right. is kind of nice. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Cool. So I always love connecting with those people, though, you know, the ones that don't have any sports teams. You know, yeah. just to yeah, hear the story. But like a friend of mine in Nebraska is an Oakland A's fan, which never made any sense to me <laughs> until I lived in the, the Dakotas for a while and was like, oh, he got the pick. So that's cool. Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we got a lot more to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. <laughs> This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are so lucky we have Jason and Shoots here. How was that? You nailed it. All right. Good time. I, I sense going for hesitation, it. but you got it. I was just going for it. Yep. I was like, I got to <laughs> try it. That so, was good. Tony, it's on you now. Yep. So that means you have to get another email right on the show. Mm-hmm. But that brings us to another thing. He did fill out the form a little bit. 
It just says, which led to my only, quote, brilliant, end quote, email. <laughs> well, so I feel like I've had maybe six emails read on the air. Whoa. And, you know, sometimes Tony, he just goes through it and then it's on to the next one. And then sometimes he will say, that is a brilliant yes. email. Yes. Okay. And so the only time I ever got one of those, the true validation, I made a joke about how he could not pronounce my last name. And I said, so because it's so hard, I understand it. It looks hard. It's, it's a hard name to say. I'm going to change it. From now on, please call me Jason S. Bowker. And that being a joke about how Brandon S. Bowker changed his name to Brandon Costello, and I went to his name. So Tony thought that was great. <laughs> Nigel got a big chuckle out of it. So that was my one brilliant email. And now he still says my name wrong, and I'm totally fine with it. I just like to, you know. My whole life, it's been mispronounced. It's okay. Yeah. He can right. do it. I feel you. I do. Chuck has a weird last name himself, and it gets mispronounced <laughs> quite a bit. All right, but I heard you kind of felt like it was a braggy moment, but you said six. Yeah. Now, is anything else special jump out at you? Nah, you know, this golf story was really the one I was like, if this doesn't get on, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. I may retire on top. Okay. I really <laughs> might finish up here. That's fair. But no, every once in a while I get something that's good. I have a decent thought. I don't send in something every day. I really kind of just wait till I have something to say. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, I'm not shad, you know, like I'm not going to have something read constantly. I'm not Mike from Burke, Virginia. I'm not I'm not out there as a, a legit star of the emailers. You know, I want to be a sixth man. I want to be a role player off there the bench. Go. Every once in a while, I'll throw something in for Tony to, right. and Nigel. To Come off that. the bench, score yeah. 10. You got, I got you. Go. you. I feel you. <laughs> uh, so now, when you got to D.C., how long ago was that? Was Chatter still around? Did you ever get there? No, this is before Chatter. This is 2012. Okay. So this is very, very long time ago. I wouldn't have even, at that point, I probably, I don't think I would have even been able to go to like La Cheeserie. I don't even think I had that in my brain. Oh, okay. So there was a little bit of a lull there for me, like I mentioned, but certainly now, I mean, it would be like La Cheeserie first, Smithsonian two. It'd be like that if yeah, I were to yeah. go back to DC. The touristy stuff comes after the pilgrimage things. Right. Like, Refugee Safeway, etc. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, where does Bethesda Bagel fit in there? Oh, well, I'm not a breakfast. big bagel guy, if I'm being honest, but okay. I would definitely go there because uh, I've been told that I'll love it. So, okay, but we got some, just for we the record, got some we got some inside dirt. information, yes. dirt, whatever you want to call it. That actually, the better bagel place is Call Your Mother. Yeah. Oh well, they do promote Call Your Mother from time to time oh, on the do? show. Uh, they've mentioned it. Okay. I think I... they had the guy on who was the owner, but of course, Call Your Mother doesn't Sponsor. provide them. <laughs> well, they don't give them free food, right, so right. you can't do it too much. Mm -hmm. Free food's free food. You know, they need a box of that. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't think, I'm not sure Bethesda even sponsors technically, but yeah, they get the, they get the yeah, bagel they get sandwiches. The, yeah, right. Yeah, they get the bagel it's a good sandwich. day if you get a bagel sandwich. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, call your mother. Maybe we'll have to call them ourselves. See what's up. <laughs> yeah. You know? hey. It's their birthday. You got to call them. It was, no, they got to call you on your birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was really good. We got one. We, we got did. a couple. Yep, we got a few and bagels. they were very good. Mm -hmm. So, Good yeah. to know. So shout out to the person who gave us the inside information yeah. about Call Your Mother. Thank you. You good. know who you are. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, Jason, thanks for the fun stories. As you know, we're the Fun and Dumb podcast. So we've got some fun and dumb questions for you. I'm ready. What fictional character do you wish you could meet? Fictional character do I wish I could meet? Boy, you know, I'm just, I'm sitting here, Roxy, you've colored my judgment. I've, I really want to meet Marge Gunderson from the movie Fargo. 
because of you. Because she's, of me. She's an amazing detective, doing all of it nine months pregnant. That's right. I forgot about really that. Really supportive husband at home. Yep. A duck stamp painter. I want to meet Margie. That's a good answer. Okay. Yeah, you betcha. That's a great you answer. Betcha. That's a great. That's a great answer. <laughs> all right. What's one hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? Oh, I've been known to do impressions. I don't want to say that out loud, though, because then you're going to make me do one. And I don't want (laughs) (laughs) I can do voices from time to time. I'll do Kermit the Frog for you because you're going to ask me. So I'll just do it. I already hear it. I hear it in the voice. I hear I heard you thinking about it. And go ahead. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) Hi, Chuck. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today a big fan of your show and i hope that you will watch the muppet show a little bit later on disney plus that's good that's it's very good really really good it's very good all right roxy what's next what do you think is the greatest invention of all time oh wow i hope no one said this before but i really do think it's probably air conditioning i mean we could go back further and say fire the wheel but yeah no no no. i mean we can live (laughs) everywhere now has anyone ever said that that's my what? answer. That's Chuck's That's answer. my answer. Mm-hmm. I yeah, agree Chuck. 100% with you, sir. Yep. Connective tissue. Yep. We've well, got it right and here. And, you know, and there's punks that go around being like, well, duh, you need electricity to run the air conditioning. So, oh, yes, yeah. tech, okay, that's technical, fine, but, but air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How absolutely. long was electricity out and know, about yeah, right, without right. air conditioning? Right. So, A long time. You exactly. know, air conditioning is an invention. That's right. Oh, it's definitely, you know what I'm saying, though. It's, yeah. Yeah. They're, they would prioritize electricity higher is, I guess, what you're saying. But, yeah. you know, come on. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's one movie you love that you know you will be best friends with another person just by them loving it as well? Oh, it's man. There's Fargo, so right? many. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be a cliche here, Chuck. <laughs> no, listen. I have so many movies that I love, and I and I, I am a true, like, weird cinephile oddball but i know for a fact that if you like singing in the rain we're gonna be cool oh okay it's one of my favorites it is one of the movies that i've shown my boys they're eight and five and they will sit and watch and dance along yep but shout out honorable mention to the shawshank redemption and rocky (laughs) you know it's it's will body the question i knew it i knew it yeah i got to i got to roxy's played the woman in green is that what it's called uh yeah, Heck the Sid Charisse part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sid Charisse, yes. Yep. And it's actually very funny because every performance, they would slide me out on a chair with my leg out, just like hers. And almost every time you would hear, oh, that's Sid Charisse. That's Sid Charisse. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's Roxy, but thanks. <laughs> Did you have the hair like her too? Yep, I had. Yeah, a, yeah it was a wig. But yes, um, the short hair, the green dress. And if you also tune into, I'd say about yeah. ten episodes ago, we tell the story about when she fell down the stairs. Oh my gosh! In said show, not uh, as not as green, but as I was, you know, I was in the ensemble with the that. Ensemble. Yeah, that right. was my featured part, but sure, yeah, there was definitely a moment. Uh, my dance partner and I start out on stage, and I fell. Yeah, you'll have to go back and yeah. check that episode out. I will mm-hmm. check that out. Little Moses supposes. Try to think. Uh, so well, good. hopefully it was make them laugh, but probably not. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one, too. I like that one. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. It was good and loud. All right. <laughs> no one's going to get that. And I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> We're making people want to watch this movie, not. I literally, my kids and I will say no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh Shake our heads the wrong way when we start 
fighting with each other, like fake fighting with each other. It's great. So, so. No one's and she get screams, that. well, you can't make love to a bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, we've now just covered the entire <laughs> the movie. entire movie all right if you could be a cartoon character for a week who would you want to be oh great question i want to be someone who can fly okay i don't know why i mean flight seems cool I, I guess i'll pick superman yeah. i just feel like i could visit so many places quickly yeah yeah you know Absolutely. i don't actually want to save anybody <laughs> You know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, can I get to like Paris real quick? Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. That's nice. the superpower. And you know, I want. that's a great answer because technically, then you could also remember it was it Superman one, the original. Well, you know, go I'm backwards in time in the seventies with you know Reeves, Christopher uh, Reeves, yeah. where he turned back time, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I need to turn back time. Yeah. That seems. Well, fraught. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you could. So that's you know another plus. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, what would you do if you were invisible for a day? I want to say I'd sneak on some really fancy golf courses, but now with mm. thanks to Ed, I don't know that I need to, so that was great. Well, Pebble Beach, could, hello, you know, I Augusta. mean, the problem, of course, is that the clubs aren't invisible, so oh. I think I could get busted. Yeah. Um, if I was invisible, I, I don't know if I have a, a good answer for that. I haven't really thought about that. I would probably just, yeah, maybe sneak into some movies is probably the easiest thing to do i mean i'm sure there's a better answer and well, i'm sure you guys the typical have one is one. either like fly on the wall you know yeah. so you can hear if people are talking crap about you or okay you know follow my kids around that's a big one just to see what they're really doing at school you know kind of <laughs> well thing. yeah mine are eight and five so i pretty yeah. much get low down now but yeah. Yeah, yeah talk to me in 10 years so you're yeah, probably yeah, right. right exactly right. exactly all right if you could live in any tv home or movie home what would it be let's see you know I just I love some of these like New York apartments that are huge because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I you know there's a part of me that you know again I'm an upper Midwest sort of kid but I would like to be in the city for a small portion of my life particularly in my 20s so if I were to say like one of the friends apartments I feel like that works okay mm-hmm. that would be a solid apartment yep not too cramped in New York in my 20s that mm-hmm. would have been pretty solid I yeah. think that'd be cool. yeah gotcha and you'd want to live with the cast or without meaning like. You're Joey's roommate and Rachel, yeah, they live across I, the hallway. I would probably, if I could replace Ross, I think that's <laughs> the ideal situation, right? <laughs> okay. For many reasons, but also because, you know, he's probably the most annoying of the guys. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But also what you're thinking, Chuck. Yeah, also he's hooking up with uh, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <Hi. laughs> and they'd have a monkey. And they have a monkey. Mm-hmm. Abs- that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Forgot about the monkey. Mm-hmm. All right. Full disclosure. Roxy's never seen Friends. I have. I just well, haven't seen mm, the whole mm, series seen from start to finish. Yeah. I've seen a lot. I, I feel like we need to start point. that. But anyway. Okay. If you could host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Oh, this is so lame, but there's something about the John Mulaney bit where he talks about Patrick Stewart introducing Salt and Peppa. <laughs> That, I don't know if you've heard this, but he's like, I was there, and Patrick Stewart was like, ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. <laughs> and to me, that would be like the greatest thing in the world yeah. to do. I cool. also really enjoy early 90s hip-hop, so that would be fun for me, too, to, mm. to see them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crushing mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. For you know, sure. 30 Rock. <laughs> All right. What reality show do you think you would be the best on? What do I think I would be the best on? I have to say that I'm a fan of Survivor still. Mm -hmm. I'm still watching that show. Mm -hmm. I like to believe that I would be good at it. Where I struggle is the whole hunger thing. Mm. 
very underrated in the show's editing. I don't think they talk enough about how hungry I would be and that I would destroy me from a mental aspect. Mm. So but, if I just get over that hump, I think I'd be all right. But even in today's Survivor, where they basically feed you every other day? They don't, you know, anymore. It changed after COVID. They basically say, here's a cup of rice a day. Wow. No, but I'm talking and about these, like, the reward, reward challenges. challenges. It's a ch- oh, yeah. I have done uh, as many of them, though. I would say this. Uh, I would probably end up being the guy who, like, didn't win a reward until, like, right. the couple days and i would be like a skeleton yeah so that would be my big hang up but i do think that i could hang yeah i think i could hang with the mental part of the game yeah all right we would love to do it we're just we just hate spiders and snakes so yeah really all bugs yeah yeah we'd be done Yeah. yeah and i cannot do that challenge where they're hanging on the cage under, under the water, water. like yeah I, i'm out on that one too i would That's just be like it. jeff i'm out i'm, I'm just out already away. well see but first you have to negotiate you try to hey jeff if i drop right out can i get some pizza cookies i yeah. mean sure. i don't think i would be <laughs> wise enough to even do that i would just be like nope i'm not doing this challenge i don't care right yeah i'd have a small scale panic attack yeah. like first time the water hit my nose yeah. it would be yeah a- yeah. Yep. yeah no i'm with you on that yeah yep. all right roxy let's end with some rapid fire all right coke or pepsi cherry coke Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? If you eat crunchy, you're not a cool person. It has. <gasps> what? I'm sorry. This, this interview's over. Wait, that's great. It's because called I'm, peanut butter. I'm peanut butter. It's called peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> it has peanuts in it. Anyway. I am so sorry. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but I did. No, Chuck's smooth a crunchy. Right I'm a smooth. Yeah. So. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It's that hard to... Thankfully, the relationship is doing okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go old school. Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? I definitely, you know, I'd rather be on a, on a family that sings. Give me the Partridge Family. Okay. Excellent. Well, it's Brady's song a little bit too, you know? Sort of. Not, a, not on the show as much, but they had their they own... They were trying to be Partridge Family wannabes. That's true. They and had their the own... Family, they got to tour, you know? They yeah. get to travel. Yeah. yeah. All right, cake or pie? Definitely cake. All right, Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Excellent. All right. Well, Jason, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we find you if you want to be gotten in touch with? Oh, man. I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet. Claire Natola followed me right after my email got read. <laughs> A2Z Jason. I don't tweet, so it, don't even bother. <laughs> but if you're on Facebook, that's where I post pictures of me and my adorable children, and you're welcome to find me there, gotcha. Jason. Okay. Otherwise... You know, I should probably give a shout out to news.sanfordhealth.org if you want to see some good stories about patients. That's something I'm really proud of. Love it. Excellent. Love that. All right. Well, we'll put all that in the show notes for Mm -hmm. you. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Chuck Todd is a monster for changing someone's (laughs) toilet paper in their house. The correct answer is over. Thank you guys so much. And thank you one more time to Ed Butt, who has been just phenomenal. And I can't thank him enough on your show in real life in my own head for bringing me to Crystal Aww. Downs. I feel like now thank you that. just need to give us a good good night, Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> good night, Fargo. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Jason. We really appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. You are listening to Chuck and Roxy on the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC podcast network 
welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Jason, or should I say Kermit, uh, for coming <laughs> on the podcast to meet the Littles. Such a great time. Yes. So what's the word? Well-spoken and just what a pro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was so it much was fun. Great. So much fun. Now, Roxy, we have to get to all the bidet comments. Yeah. <laughs> We've got all yeah, these bidet we have things. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> now, let's get to 178 first again this week. Okay. We normally save him, but yeah. the last couple we've been doing. Okay. Dear Choxy, you take a trip to Jersey and basically describe exactly where I live, the middle of nowhere with some neighbors, <laughs> and don't even give me a heads up. You were likely five minutes from me. Whoa. Anyway, on the topic of moving to New Jersey, don't do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not the traffic, high taxes, snow, or likely lengthy work commute that will get you. No, it's the boredom. <laughs> Since the COVID effect, we have had many folks from Staten Island, Brooklyn, and Queens that have moved out to the, quote, country. And wouldn't you know it, these folks, after a year or two, are bored out of their minds. <laughs> Having met a good number of these East and West migrators, I typically have conversations like the following. What do you guys do out here for fun? And my response is usually, well, I walk the dog in the <laughs> evening. <laughs> I'm not trying to discourage you, but he's not. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. That's okay, though. That's great. But if you are, yeah, Roxy really doesn't want to move to Jersey. I don't know why. I just don't. But if you are planning to move to some place that is boring, find one that doesn't get snow. Just an opinion. <laughs> On the topic of hockey, specifically the Hartford Whalers. Now, we got a few of these, too. Yeah. First of all, they had the best logo in all of hockey in the 1980s. Secondly, that city was robbed of their team. I still come across ex-hockey fans that dropped the sport when the Whalers left Hartford. I sound like a grumpy old man. Damn it, instead of get off my lawn, it's damn it, stay on my lawn. <laughs> Hearing the prospect about three shows in a row is very exciting. Yeah, we dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Have you ever pulled that out before? It's possible Lewis might require overtime to do the editing. I hear that guy is a bit disgruntled. <laughs> Episode 178, ABTA, HS. We will not do better the next time. Yeah. Well, first of all, it was because of the wedding. Yeah. There was no way we were going to be able to do that. Yeah. Now, we might drop a bonus episode later in the week. Yep. But, yep. yeah, there was just no way. Yeah. <laughs> it was just impossible. Ugh. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, next we heard from Rick Franzosa. Episode still TBD. Yes. Uh, can I? I'm going to cut Yes, you yeah. A formal apology to Rick. Yeah. Not Chuck. Lewis dropped the ball on that as well. <laughs> he basically had, he called it a bachelor week. He had all the time in the world to do an interview last week. Yeah. And somehow it slipped through the cracks and I, I just, it was stupid. Yeah. So we formally apologize. He's been great. We're trying to hook it up. He will be coming on the podcast soon. Very we can't wait. Very soon. Very soon. Anyway, he says, hi, Chuck and Roxy. A few comments. One, the best thing about the Whalers' Brass Bonanza theme is that after a loss, especially a putrid loss, radio sportscasters would start playing Brass Bonanza on the studio turntable and then turn off the turntable so the theme would slow down until it faded off, as Mike Tyson would say, into Bolivian. Two, I have also seen and not used guest bidets, but my reason is a fear of turning it on and then not being able to turn yes, it off. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking. And number three, please do not fire Lewis until I am scheduled. <laughs> Rick Franzosa, Cincinnati, episode still, TBD. All right, we'll yes. keep him around for another week or so, but then he's probably got to go because yeah. <laughs> he's dropped the ball a lot lately. Yeah, that's the bidet thing too. Like uh -huh. if something breaks on it or something and it just continues squirting water out, like that would just, uh, yeah. I don't know, that's kind of a scary situation. Mm -hmm. But we've gone on too far. We, we need to play this. Okay. Here we go. 
It's like 70s cartoons. That's oh, what I, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's not the whole thing, but I wanted to play a portion of it uh-huh. so they could get a feel for it for the people that didn't know what we were talking about, because it is pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway. All right, Roxy, you got the next one, right? Yep. This is from Tim Cree 107. Oh, geez. <laughs> Did Chuck just say, I took a fall on my rollerblades? Thank goodness I was wearing pants. I'm not sure I want to be rollerblading behind you guys. Smiley face. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> I mean, first of all, this was a very serious fall I took. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you should see my I mean, leg. I should yeah, send the picture still, out. It's, yeah, now the black and blue is showing. And it's um, huge. It's very large. Um, yeah, so it's... she said. The, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't. Chuck. Well, So on. the last episode you did say, I took a fall on my rollerblades. Yeah. Thank goodness I was wearing pants. So what Chuck meant to say was long pants. Thank oh, goodness he was wearing so he long pants. he thinks I was like pants. wearing... Under, well, we do talk about the subway ride, the <laughs> yeah, underpants, subway ride. Yeah, so I think there was ride. a little bit of confusion as to the pants situation. All right, but what we should be doing is looking up... I forget, is it gold something? Gold... So I can't remember the name of the company that made the pants. These I was in my umpire yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't even tell. Not I, only did they no. not rip, you couldn't even see like a, a rub mark on them. Or a scrape on the pants. Nothing. They it's are like indestructible. Amazing. So we yeah. should be like giving them multiple shout outs. They yes. should be sponsoring our podcast because now I'm fully on like going to be supporting that product because right. right. it was amazing. I couldn't believe it. Right. This so is something like if I was wearing a pair of jeans, I'd now have a hole in my jeans. Yeah. For sure. That's I mean, how bad this was. Yes. So yeah. the clarification here is that Chuck was wearing long pants. That was what he meant by saying, okay. thank goodness I was wearing pants. All right. Fair enough. All right. Yes. Let's get back to the bidets. Okay, regarding the bidet discussion, this is from <laughs> Mike Wolf, episode TBD. First off, when Roxy at one point said, it's over my head, I thought they must really have good water pressure <laughs> as to whether or not you should use the bidet at a friend's house. I don't see why not. If you're using the toilet and the sink, it does remind me of how you need to teach little kids that when they're using a drinking fountain, that they should not have their mouth directly touching the spout. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, and more importantly, <laughs> in all the talk of the Summer of Littles, you haven't mentioned if you'll show up at the NYC venue. Oh. According to the website, you've passed on hosting duties to Ritz. But will we see you there? Oh, that's a very good question. Will there be a will birthday there, cake? Will there be an ice cream cake? <laughs> will there be a bidet at a bed and breakfast? I mean, yeah. what's your bribe? Come yeah. on, Mike. I mean, step up here. <laughs> What's your offer? <laughs> and we got to figure out, is Sid going to that? 
I don't know. She was maybe going to be out of town, but I guarantee you, if Liz and Patrick come up like they did the one year, oh, she, she'll yeah. be there. Oh, yeah. She'll be there. Her new For best sure. friend, Liz. For sure. Her new best friend. For sure. Yeah. Are they coming up? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't heard That's anything about question. that either. So, yeah. is cool Aunt Claire going to surprise, surprise everyone, everyone again this year? Yeah. Is she gonna, where is she going to be? Is Sean going to surprise us this year? Ooh. I'm telling you, Littles, the New York City venue has had some really cool surprise yes. guests. Yes. So, but uh, what if it's a surprise guest and we're not here for it? That would suck. Yeah. Like if mm. Pablo shows up, oh, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. yeah. Tony Reale shows up, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> now, can we go back to Brandon's about the jersey thing? Yeah. That one struck. I got that email before we went to the wedding. Yeah. So you'd be sure. I didn't want to get in trouble. So we did reach out to Sully from Boston. Oh, so we did. Right. <laughs> they're like, what up? You around? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We got a Sam Adams with your name on it here. Right. So. Right. But we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't get to meet up with him. Yeah. That's all right. Maybe next time. Next time. All right. What's the last one? All right. We heard from Lee Gordon, episode 80. Chuck and Roxy. Number one, you asked whether it's okay to use the bidet when you're a guest in someone's home. Why not? You can use the toilet and the sink and not think twice about it. You can use the toilet paper, the soap and water, and guest towels or whatever they provide to dry your hands. The bidet is just another thing in the bathroom. Number two, about connecting one to the water supply. Any bidet seat that gets installed on an existing toilet like I have comes with an adapter. You turn off the water supply, disconnect the water line from the toilet, screw the adapter to the toilet where the water hose had been, attach the water supply hose to the adapter, and attach the hose that supplies water to the bidet to the other port on the adapter. Here's a link to a video that shows how to install the model I have. The one I have now costs around $400. It was a bit less when I got mine. There are some that cost a lot more and others that can be had for less. I have the kind that plugs into an outlet. It also has a remote control. There are cheaper ones that don't plug in, but they don't heat the water or the seat. At first, I plugged an extension cord to a GFCI outlet and ran it up and over the mirror to get to the bidet, but I eventually had an outlet installed behind the toilet. If you want to live like Steve Sands at the Winter Olympics, get a bidet seat. And if you move, you can take it with you. It will change your life. Lee, episode 80. Okay, first of all, we have an outlet right above the tank of the toilet. So we do. We're hooked up with that, and that could be crucial, actually. Yeah. Now, I don't know about spending $400. Oh, but no. I mean, can't you get them somewhere you can get the like water on Amazon for I, like twenty nine ninety nine or something? Well, your mom was saying that there yeah. was a special deal. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll have to look into that. But <laughs> wow, and you know, he's got a point. I guess. And like Mike said, you just have to train yourself like the drinking fountain. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go any further than that. But I do like this idea of heating the water in the seat. Yeah. Especially well, in the winter the when seat. it gets cold. I don't like the whole Ooh, I don't I like, like the warm that. seat. Well, well, I guess you're right. Luckily, we're not going to be using if it at the same time. If you use a toilet directly after somebody else uses yeah. it, and then you're like, oh, the seat is warm, it, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, so let's heat the water. Well, you can heat the seat yourself. I mean, it's like we're not we're going to be using this at the <laughs> same time. What do you mean? So. Just like no, jiggling I mean, we around could get on it? it? No, what I'm saying is I'm sure there's a button that oh, you can push to yeah. heat the seat, like your car. Oh, sure. You have heated seats. You don't right. have to have You don't have, have to use right, it, right, but you so. can. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know anything about bidets, but I'm guessing, so. All right, and then Roxa, why don't we end with this? We, you know, we've been getting some more dad jokes, uh-huh. so we have a few here. One I'm going to save. There's a couple. I there's so many. I'm just going to pick a few. It says Sir Chuckles and Lady Roxy. <laughs> I submit for your perusal the following list of dad jokes. I asked Mrs. Episode Two One Eight when her birthday was, and she said March first. So I walked around the room and asked again. <laughs> I've heard that one. I've heard so, that something one. Something similar. Yeah. To that. All right. 
There was a Roman Empire who never aged and remained at the age of 19. His name was Constantine. All right, I can Constantine. See, I could see the wheels I going in her it, head. I, I could see. Oh, okay, all right, I was going to okay, say. Okay, okay. All right, we'll just do one more for now. What did the pickle with the big ego say? Dill? Okay, it was close. <laughs> I'm kind of a big dill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you got her to laugh. All right, there you go. There's one more. Well, there's more, a couple more, yeah, but I'm going to yeah. save some of these. Okay. So those are okay. from Greg Sheremita, of course. Great. Episode 179. Great. So, anyway, Roxy, one last thing we need to remind everyone, of course, is go over to our website. Caption contest? Well, first go to our website. LoyalLittleSpot.com. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Caption contest. We've got a bunch of those, but keep them coming in. Yes. We're going to keep this going the whole month. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Everyone can draw a bubble over yeah. someone's head and put a <laughs> caption in it. I mean... You know, I, right. I get that you can't draw the PTI set and stuff. But, right, right. Um, yeah, so get or those caption contests. Or can you? Or can you? And then, you know, like we said, if you want to theme it after PTI, you can. You don't have to. You don't have to. Whatever you, you want. You could just make fun of the dumb look I have on my face. <laughs> caption it off. Send it in. Yes, yeah. I'm talking to you, Roop. Yep. Todd's K. Yep. Uh, see what happens. <laughs> and Well, they're the ones that are going to make fun of me the most. Sure. Maybe Sully from Boston. Sure. But anyway, so get those in. Just email them to our email address, wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. Or actually, you could just instant to us. Did I do that right? Is that in what the kids instant say? Instant what? Insta to it. Insta instant to us. Instagram? Oh, you can. Insta? You can DM us. <laughs> All right, fine. DM us. Or just tweet at us. Yeah. Tweet at us with the caption, yep. and uh, that'll be fine, at too. At Little Spot. We'll take any of those. We'll, we'll take them all podcast. in. Yeah, mm -hmm. or, send, or email them. Yeah, mm -hmm. any of that. So. Yep. All right, Roxy, that's all the time we have. Again, Littles, we don't know what we're going to do with the schedule this week. Uh, I leave tomorrow, mm -hmm. so this is going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll figure out something. Mm -hmm. It might sound bad because she's going to be here. I'm going to be there. We're going to try and get this all Bear sorted out. Bear with us. But uh, we'll figure something out. But have a great rest of the week. And, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, littlespot.com. And go to the caption contest. Yes. Do that. And everything else you need is there. Exactly. And remember, if you need, if you need a book. Go to Aaron'sBooks.com. That's all you have to do. Aaron'sBooks.com. Find your book. Go to the checkout in the comment section at checkout. Just put in the code. LLPOD. Don't forget to use the code. Bye, Roxy. Bye, Chuck. Ooh, is it Lala time? You betcha. Ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. <laughs> Everybody
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Doing all of it nine months pregnant. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good night, Fargo!